0: You are now tuned in to Real to Real Radio, where it don't get no realer than this, on In Life Now, with your host, Ms. Tamara C. Gooch, now on to the show. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Y'all have to first excuse me, I have a slight cold that I picked up from, from Little Mama over here. But I am so, so trying not to scream right now because I am so excited for my talk again. Welcome, Real to Real Blog Talk audience, to another show with your host, Tamara C. Gooch. Now, some of you may be new to the show, so let me just fill you in. I had this beautiful woman on my show some time ago. And at that time she was on the show talking about all of the wonderful things that she's doing in the community or that she was doing in the community, things that she was doing um in her nonprofit. I mean, the woman is just bad. So she was talking about doing all of these things as a mom, as a wife, as um a mother who homeschools, um, just oh my gosh, it was just so beautiful to listen to what she had to say, and it was real conversation for real women, real mothers who needed to find balance, who needed to understand how they could balance. And during that conversation, she had mentioned playing with the idea of running for mayor. Well, y'all know what? Now, y'all know when I get excited that the country come out of me, so y'all going to hear me do some real ebonics, but that's okay. She's here tonight with me. So let me give you all a little bit about um, the now Mayor Kim Sims, the mayor of Muskegon Heights. She's affectionately known by many in the community as T.T. T. Kim. Kimberly Sims was born, raised, and currently resides in the city of Muskegon Heights. A Muskegon Muskegon Catholic Central alumni, she's a wife of 19 years, to Andrew, my brother, mother of three beautiful, beautiful children, Janika, Andrew II, and Preston. She is a graduate of Grand Valley State University, an avid homeschooler who humbly serves on the Muskegon High City of Council for over a decade. So now she's transitioned over. She's a Muskegon-Oceana Community Action Partnership Board member, Muskegon Heights Optimist member, Friends of Muskegon Heights Library, Innovation Team for Muskegon County, Muskegon County well Committee, and Volunteer Director of Simba Circle, an African-American male mentoring program. One cannot hear a person's cry and say one is busy. Ebo Nigeria. This is a proverb which is the, the driving force of Kimberly Sims. In her spare time, Ms. Sims is a visionary of a nonprofit organization called Destiny's Point, a grassroots organization to create sustainable change in an individual's life. The ultimate goal for Ms. Sims is to empower a people who seem to have been marginalized by the inner circles. Being the voice for the people who share little, yet their conditions scream for assistance. I love that. I love that. I love that. It's those silent cries. So can you all give me a hearty, warm welcome to the new mayor of Muskegon Heights, Ms. Kim Sims. Woo! How are you doing this evening? Oh, wow. I am doing marvelously well. Thank you so much for that warm, warm, warm introduction. I really appreciate that. Um, yes, doing- you know, you know I had to go ahead and let the audience know about you and, and just all the goodness that you just just exude, the light that you just let out. You are just hmm. an awesome, awesome woman. Um very humble, um, very, very quiet, you know, like I always tell my husband I brag on folks like you because I love what you do in the community and a lot of people need to know what you do in the community so that they can come alongside and support. So before I get into you introducing yourself to our listening audience I know we have a lot of people who are listening by phone and online and I want to let you all know if you have a question or a comment Press 1 if you're on the 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 call line to let us know that you do have a question or a comment. Or if you're in the chat room, you can go ahead and post your question or comment in there and we'll get to it if we have time. Now, can you introduce yourself to the listeners and tell us a little bit about you outside of what you're known for? You know what, that's a really interesting question. And I tell you what, when I read it, it was kind of like um, I am. The fact is, I am who I am because of what I do. That gives me life. That's my that's my essence. To serve people is what I'm about. That's who I am. So uh, there's not a whole lot more um, about me outside of that. I I I just I'm a very passionate person about. Um, assisting an individual to make their lives better and leading in a way where that can happen, Um, simply being a vessel for what God has called me to do. That's who I am. So it's not a whole lot more, Tamara, outside of that. Honestly, Mm -hmm. I I, I tried to think of something. I really did. You know, I I like to bake cookies with my kids maybe. You you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> but that's okay. That's real talk, though. That's real. I love that. That's real talk. Because when 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 we first met and we got to know each other, when I got to know what it is that, that you do, and we came to visit you all in Muskegon and just sat down and, you know, how we clicked so well. And I'm like, okay, the first thing that came to my mind when we talked about business, when we talked about community, when we talked about serving, the first thing that came to my mind about you was, the servant leadership Mm. Um, because you give so selflessly and you don't look for anything in return. And I don't think a lot of people know that about you because you don't ask for um, things. You do, you serve from your heart and it shows in everything that you do. Now, what do you feel is your life's purpose? And I know you shared, you know, you, you love serving, but why are you so passionate about it through what you do? You know, it, I, honestly, I believe that's why each of us is placed on this earth, right? Yeah. It's to serve in a way um, where other people can be blessed. Mm-hmm. And the way we live and the things that we do, I mean, that's how we minister to others. It's you know, I hear a lot of people just this, this weekend over Thanksgiving. It was funny because I was around some people, and, you know, some people get caught up in religion. And so mm-hmm. the conversation is all of that. But when you look at yeah. how they live, you know, it's kind of like, okay, yep, I'm here. You know, it, it's not that whole. I believe that we should live, live what we say we're about. Then That's I'll have to right. Because my actions are going to show you what I'm really about.
1: That's you know, right. the thing
0: that's gonna draw people to me is the way I live, not what I say.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, and that's
0: something that this 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 um this last journey that I've that I, I've embarked on has shown me so much of that.
1: Mm. You know, it's enabled
0: me to be able to embrace people who, who most people would turn their backs on and I tell you what, when I tell you some of the most quote unquote unlikely got my back, girl. It mm. is an amazing amazing journey I have learned so much about me about people um, about God and his strength and his just his never unfailing girl you I mean it has just been an amazing amazing journey that he's allowed me to embark upon and I'm excited to like you said to see what lies ahead
1: uh-huh.
0: as I just submit to his will for what he's called me to do because honestly the position that I hold right now that the people have graciously said, yes, we elect you as our mayor, mm. I never saw myself doing this. This is something mm. that I, I had told people time and time again, no, I will not. Well, mm. God, absolutely not will I do that, <laughs>
1: you know. <laughs> and so
0: for me to be that adamant about what I was not going to do, right, but then now to find myself in this position, it's <laughs> like, wow. Wow! And yeah, I honest, it's only God that has me at this, in this in this spot because had it been me and my oh no 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 no. Mm. Um, Don't you just love how He operates when we tell Him what we're not gonna do, girl? Yes. <laughs> I, I, I I truly truly love that because when when you're walking in that thing that you say, oh uh uh-uh, Lord, I I uh-uh, I'm not doing that, and He's like, yeah, you are. You know, I'm. I'm I purposed you for yeah. this time, for this season, for this moment. We're not seeing what it is that he has put in us to do. And I, I always have to think about this. And I this came to mind when, and I, I love our church. I, I love our church. When they had you come forward and we just congratulated you and loved on you for this All I kept thinking as I'm standing back there crying, cheering my sister on was God God sees us with our end in mind first. He doesn't see us from beginning to end. He sees us from our end backwards. And a lot of people, I don't think, get that. So for you to be walking in this season, you didn't know that you were going to be here, but he did. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And he knew everyone that he was going to align you with. And that's one of the things that I just so love about what it is that that you do. Now, I know you went from city commissioner now to mayor. Was there something that you personally experienced that helped push you into the direction of being such a a well-known server of your community? You know what? In our community, if you know – um, Mesquite County, if you will, it's kinda like, um, I say it's a it's a baby USA, if you will, because every area of demographic, right, we represent almost scalable to the United States of America. Right. Okay. And so my thing is if you can make something work here, you can reproduce it, right? Now Okay. and it's very it's a very interesting microcosm. But one of the things that I see here the whole idea of Muskegon Heights is a essentially landlocked community within Muskegon County. And we're mm. isolated. It's like we're boxed in on every, in, on every side. And you see okay. growth everywhere around us, but you don't see growth within us. There's, mm. there's very little growth within the city of Muskegon Heights. And I have to beg the question, why is that? Right? Mm. So I actually serve a, a population of people who aren't, I don't believe, um, values in essence in our county. Uh-huh. So it became my mission to say, okay, no, 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 no. We've got to get the word out that Muskegon Heights has value. There's value here, just like there's value two blocks over.
1: Because That's right. I tell
0: you, tomorrow, you can, well, you've been here. You can sit in my community and you can mm-hmm. drive two minutes in either direction and be in another whole community. That's yeah, how it looks to totally different. About. Yeah. It's totally different, night and day different.
1: Mm. Right? And
0: so when I think about that and I see that, somebody has to champion that because I tell you what, the elders in my community who have fought and laid the groundwork and the pavement and then the babies in my community, mm-hmm. all of us deserve to see so much better than what we have right here. Yeah. There, there has got to be more. We are more as a people than what we've allowed ourselves to become. And so to be able to shake that up and to percolate some of that stuff to the top to you know, get our um our, our our people mobilized and excited um about something different for this city. It starts here mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It starts at home first. So we got some work to do in our own internal structure. But then once that's done, girl boo. We
1: we <laughs> coming out
0: and I'm coming with a vengeance. Right? I'm I'm saying, okay oh, it's great if you wanna embrace us, that's great. But if you don't, we're gonna still be okay here in the Heights. That's right. right?
1: Because
0: you know, we have a resiliency as a people that yeah. we sometimes forget about when we allow other topics to define our worth. No yeah. No, I don't you know, I don't want that to be us anymore. I want us to define our worth. I That's want right. us to decide what our community is going to be and then invite people to work alongside us, not in front of us. Like you gonna come in my community and you're gonna tell me what we're going to do. How about we're going to tell you what we desire and you can work alongside of us to help us get to that point. That's yeah. the momentum that I want to start to build here. You know, not, yeah, it's it's time out for the rest of that. And I just really feel like it's the time, the time is now, the time uh-huh.
1: is now,
0: um, for some of these things to be able to transpire. And just the energy um, in the community right now, people are excited. They're, they're yeah. excited. And I'm just thankful. And I'm I'm praising God because, again, right, it's him. That they're it, it's the reason that they're excited because you know and they don't realize that right mm-hmm. it's because of this new mayor. But you know it's it, it's just the time girl. I'm a, I'm trying real hard to hold back. You know, I told you cause, well, that's that's but you know what that's okay. I, I I tell all of my guests when you come on my show, just know it's gonna be a real conversation between two people. I don't want um I don't want you to feel timid. I want the real you because the audience wants that they want your passion now I see um, we have some callers in the queue so let me let me remind you all if you have a question or um, a comment please press 1 to let us know so that we can make sure that um, Kim is able to answer your question or hear your comment and don't feel like you know you don't or you can't ask a question, please understand that's what we're here for, okay now, you said two things that i' I'm sitting here in my office, and i'm just i i I had to shift in my chair now, I love the fact that you said you're coming with the vengeance. I I just, I love that. You know how sometimes people say things and you get a visual? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm getting a visual of you coming with a vengeance. But I love what you said about that community, our community, about defining our worth. And a lot of them don't know how to define their worth. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What does that look like to you when you see your community not knowing how to define their worth? And what is it that you could do or what plan or strategies that you think you can put together to help them? Because I know a lot of times it starts at home. Absolutely. It starts with, with the mothers, the five, the parents of the household. So what does that look like? You, you know, one of the things, I'm trying that I'm, I'm really looking at doing, and it's actually a little more related to the surface today
1: when we were mm. having
0: some conversations around the table, and that's sitting down and saying, okay, what does our community look like? So hall exactly. you know, meetings, right, and saying, what do you envision for your community? What do you want? Mm-hmm. 30 years ago, we were a manufacturing-based community. That's what mm-hmm. we were then. Will we have some manufacturing? Absolutely. But how do we redefine what is it that you want now? And just, just to really begin to massage that and allow people to express their wishes, their goals, their dreams, and jot mm-hmm. that down, right? Then it's up to the mayor and the city council to be able to say, okay, this is what we have before us. Now, what types of resources do we bring in? What types of programs, what types of educational seminars, what types of yeah. things do we bring in and put around that to help this become, um, to materialize for people? So mm. I'm, the, the, the type of leadership that I that's here, I don't think, I know it's not going to be government as usual.
1: Mm. Right? It,
0: that, that's, that's not how I operate. So it's not going to be, you know, this is City Hall and we do no. We have to be able to fill some gaps in our communities that aren't currently here.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? And so,
0: you know, to be able to, you know, sit down and have those one on you know, those conversations with our people from our community, to bring down our, our churches and have those conversations with them and then tie them to the community. You know, we, we got a lot of um foundational, um, grassroots work that we need to do. Right. Yeah. So that's what we can. That's why I say it starts at home and then, you know, we work our own stuff out. building the can mm-hmm. deal from there. You know, but to really get our youth in, involved in the whole process, it, and people always say, and I used to be one that said it too, I am not political. But when yeah. you look at it, anything that we engage in in life has some aspect of politics in it. Yes, it does. Basic decision making, right? And so to get young people to be able to embrace that and give them a voice behind that, mm-hmm. right? Because when it comes down to it, right? They're going to be the next the next generation of leaders, and if we don't give them the tools and the the experiences and the mindsets that they need to do so, then mm. what what happens? And you you said a very key point. It does happen at home. But yeah. You think about so so many times now, the household structure is broken for whatever reason, mm. right? So we need to begin to look at what what is home and get really mm. home. It may not necessarily be their home, but it might need to be my home. We mm. need to get some basic training or some basic foundation laid from somewhere. And what mm. does that look like? You know, mm. so to be able to start having some of those conversations and, you know, putting some, some real tangible um, groups and support groups, um, t- workforces, you know, work groups around these types of issues
1: and just yeah. then
0: roll those things out. Typical um, government committees, right? Mm-hmm. We're gonna to have to have a couple new committees that are gonna to have to probably come up, right, to deal with some of these issues and put some things in place and back up and then mm-hmm. let it go for a little You know, but just to be able to create something different. Status quo is slow, it's not. It's, it's not going. It's not okay anymore. You know, we're at a we're at a stall, and it's time for us to start to start moving again. And so, you know, so when I say I'm coming at the revenge of vengeance, it's it's different, and going to mm-hmm. be hard for some people, but it's okay, right? Yeah, it's okay. As a community, we're going to get through it. Mm. I I, <clears throat> I love everything that that you said, um, because it's it's so true, it's so needed. And as you're talking about filling the gaps that aren't currently there, because a lot of things start at home, and a lot of things are missing in the community, like um fathers, Um, and I know that's a huge one, not just in the the Muskegon Heights area, but in a lot of different communities. Um, How are you all planning to address those things? Because I know there has been a lot going on, a lot of work that you have been doing in the community, um, just so many things that you've been doing Can you talk to our listeners a little bit about um, some of the different programs that you see um, implemented to reach um, some of these single mothers, um, some of the um, single fathers, because I'm sure that there are single fathers, but a lot of the single mothers who um, are raising young men in the community who have no positive male role model, because I know that affects a lot when it comes to how the community is viewed and a lot of the things that kind of go on with the teenagers, because you mentioned something about the teenagers and and because they are, they are, they're our future. They're going to be our next leaders. And we want to, we want to prepare them for the future. But I love the fact that this is a new day and age. So can you talk to our listeners a little bit about what some of those things look like? You know it's um, and I'm trying to remember the exact name, what they call the org, the group, right mm-hmm. and it came um from a conversation, and basically, the conversation was had, what happens to these young men who are seeing all the violence perpetuated on young black males across the nation mm-hmm. in this community who don't have an outlet to talk about that
1: there what, you go what
0: happens to that they need a healthy outlet yeah. with some other men. That can help them process out of their head and help them really work through that. Because Uh if they can sit and are labeled as just doing that, I mean, Uh that's not helpful. So, how do we support these young men in that? And one of the things that came up out of it, and it's really, it's very exciting to see, is there's a group of um, brothers here that meet with a group of about 35 to 40 young black males. Uh And tomorrow they get together and they have these conversations.
1: You've okay. people
0: now who have come to the table um, to say, okay, let's talk about financial literacy, you know, while we're talking about some of these things and let's well, why finances are important. What's a credit That's story? right. And they're really talking to these young men about some of these real tangible areas. But now you got brothers going to credit unions opening up a bank account. Come on now. Right? Who never would have before. And So yeah. I mean, that was one of those things that came out of a conversation and they they it came to fruition. So mm. you know there was another conversation had um just about 2 weeks ago. Um I was at a church and it came up, you know, we need to have more um support out there for young mothers. Right? Yes. Cuz who, who can honestly say and come to me, I mean, and be okay. They need a safe place to say, you know what? I don't know how to do this.
1: Yeah.
0: And not be in fear that oh because I say I can't do it now you're gonna take my kids.
1: That's right. Right.
0: But we can come alongside them because tomorrow you know like I know we had I had the grandma at the house who was mm-hmm. the, the sex structure is not there anymore. So we right. have to come up with a new way of doing that. And mm-hmm. so you know there are a couple of us that are talking about how do we embrace some of these young moms and be yeah. able to tell them lovingly sweetheart it's not okay that he talks to you that way.
1: That's so right. So That's
0: part of it. You know, escalate and grow into something different, but really mm-hmm. be able to. What it What it boils down to fundamentally is relationships,
1: right? There
0: you go. And us looking back to the basics of having relationships with these young people to be able to say, you know what? No, that's not okay. And you, mm-hmm. they know you respect them, and they respect you enough where they're able to hear and receive that. Mm-hmm.
1: You know? And
0: so, a lot of it is just basic, getting back to basics of what mm-hmm. you before all the other stuff came in, you know, and and so really being able to embrace people where they are and love them where they're at
1: and move mm. from there that
0: that's, that's going to be the base the foundation of it all with no judgment with girl and I was just going to say with no judgment involved with, with no home. judgment involved because no I judgment. love I love what you said because those young women I've been that single mother who has been judged who has been talked about where you want to go and you want to speak um, about your struggles. You want to speak about those things that you want someone to listen to, not judge you, not try to give you advice and tell you what you should be doing or what you should not have done, but a safe place to go. And you have other women outside of, because I have my mother, but I didn't want to burden her, have those women to come alongside of you and take you back to the basics to say, okay, sweetheart, I'm about to check you on this. Mm -hmm. because this is not what you need to be doing. Let me show you. It's okay that you failed. It's okay that you dropped out of school, but you can start over. And here are some resources for you to get up, tighten up that belt, get your hair done, put on your makeup. Now, we about to get out here, we about to get some stuff done, because you have children who's dependent on you. And know that I have a shoulder for you to you know, to lean on and know that you have a whole community behind you ready to support you. I love that. I love that. I love that. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to dive in to the beauty behind what what pushed Miss Kim Sims into running for mayor of Muskegon Heights. You all really want to stay tuned for this. Stay tuned for more from Real to Real Blog Talk. Hi, my name is Ali Mirande I'm the CEO of Yummy Life Wellness. I'm a certified holistic health coach and life coach, and I specialize in helping you to transform your relationship with food and create a healthy eating plan that works for you and that you'll actually
2: stick to so that you can lose weight and have that healthy body and mind that you've been dreaming of.
0: When we work together, we address challenges such as emotional eating, relentless cravings, and we also come up with creative and effective ways to manage stress. And our busy lives. Uh, you can find me online at www.yummylifewellness.com, uh, at Twitter and Instagram at Holly Amironde, and on Facebook at Yummy Life Wellness.
1: Let me put my shades.
2: Regret, she followed me, and she and she, the girl she raised me, and I'm forever indebted, and I'm forever indebted, I'm forever indebted.
0: All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Y'all gotta know I like some R. Kelly, so I'm sitting here jamming Why that song <laughs> Anywho, we are back to Real to Real Blog Talk Radio with your host, Tamara C. Gooch, and the fabulous new mayor of Muskegon Heights, Miss Kimberly Sims. Welcome back. Um, now I know there are a lot of people listening in right now. Um, Before we get into how it all came about with you running for mayor, um, how do you balance everything that you do, your personal, professional, family life, all that you do? How do you find that balance? (laughs) I'm still looking.
1: <laughs>
0: oh my goodness! You, you know, it it um it's really really funny because in my mind,
1: mm-hmm. as busy as
0: I was with counsel, this wasn't going to be any different. It was just yeah. going to roll over. You, you know, in my mind, that's how it was. And um, the last three weeks have been a whirlwind. Mm. I mean, it's like I was sworn in on the 9th, um, because in our city, it's like, okay, I was elected on the 3rd, um, okay. I was sworn in on the 9th, and my first day was the 10th, you see? What I'm oh, saying? wow. So, it was any, it, it yeah, it was like back to back, and when I walked in the office on the 10th, it was kind of like, I went in with, okay, I got a 90-day plan, and then I'm mm-hmm. going to roll this out, and I had my idea set, uh, no. no, 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 that's not how it worked at all. You know, so it's been a real, real juggling act. And my husband was actually, he was just laughing. He said, I think this is probably a job that has overtime. It's, it's like your job and then plus overtime, but yeah. your pay is less than part, much less than part-time volunteer. So uh-huh. We just really we laugh about that. But honestly, I am still trying to strike um, that balance.
1: I'm Man. still trying to do it.
0: And um, to be able to get that in, because, mind you, I still homeschool. I'm still a homeschooling yes. mom, right? And that's why I tell the people, you didn't just elect my you, you elected a woman who homeschools her kids, right? That's and so I'm still a homeschooling mom. I'm still a wife. I'm still a mother of two adult children.
1: That's you right. You know what I mean?
0: So all those things still play um, a very big role. Um, so what I'm trying to do is to give myself cutoff times. like.
1: Mm. Okay five o'clock, That's
0: good. office closed, I'm home. Yeah. There's got to be some type of dinner made. Now, yeah. I'm hard on myself in the fact that well, I'm a beans and cornbread type girl, so, uh-huh. you know, we got to have beans, cornbread, da-da-da. but you know what? It's just as healthy as my if my family has soup and sandwich, right? Yeah. And to allow myself to be a little less hard on myself, and to set healthy boundaries for myself, first of all, so that that uh-huh. balance is able to flow,
1: uh-huh. right?
0: And so, and, like I will share, I share all the time balance, and we have to get that out of our mindset. Balance doesn't necessarily mean all things equal. thank you. it does not mean all things equal. it means that you set your priorities, and that's where your, the majority of your time spends, and then things trickle from there. but it that's, does not mean all things equal that's so, right um, you know yeah. and that's one of the things that I'm really really you know i'm i'm trying I'm trying to do because um. Like I said, my naivety told me that it wasn't going to be much different than being councilwoman, but it's a huge difference. It's a councilman. huge difference. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> but you know what? You can do it. You can do it, and I love that. I love um, what you just said about balance, um, because so many women who do so much think that they have to have everything equally. And it's not that. And it's okay if you don't have something done that day. Put it on your to-do list for the next day.
1: Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. Perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. Absolutely. So I love that, and I hope that somebody listening who may have had that question, who may be struggling to say, okay, I need to find balance in my busy life. You just heard it from Kim. You, It doesn't mean that everything has to be equal. Know that it's okay for a sandwich and some soup. Mm-hmm. It's healthy. It's okay. It is. Don't beat you yourself know, it, up. It, it, I had, you had to get know, to that. It's it, it, what's funny is my balance isn't always like your balance. Exactly. Not at all. E- exactly. Right? Because it's based on where our priorities lie. So that's priorities right. Your priorities way different than mine, and that's yep. okay. You know? Yeah. But that, that, that goes back to that piece, too, of, Kind of knowing who you are and where you and comfortable in the skin that you in, if you will. There you go. Right, because that's that's it, it. Kind of goes all the way back to there. So I believe even before we can get to that balance, you got to know who we are. That's right. And then be able to build on it from there, you know. And yeah. People, you know, I'm I'm one of those. Um, I'm real low key. You know, I'm not into all the fashion. I mean, as long as huh? my clothes pressed, I feel like I'm good. You know what
1: I'm <laughs>
0: And I'm 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 okay, you know. Yeah. But for some people, some people aren't that way. Some people yeah, very yeah. much, you know. And that's okay if that's who you are. But I'm very I'm comfortable, you know. Rolling in my, you know, I'm getting a little better, right? I will still on a dress <laughs> pants, nice sweater. I'm not yoga pants all the time anymore. I mean, yeah. I'm doing a little better. I understand <laughs> that the role requires a little more, right? So, <laughs> but. But those, are, you know, but I I had to get to the point where I was okay with that myself because I had to be, right. to be comfortable in me, yeah. you know. And so, um, again, it all it's all about where your priorities made, and then your balance can flow from there. Yeah. You know? So and I and and that's so that that's so true for so many women because, like you said, you and I totally different. I am a strictly work at home mom. Mhm. And being okay in who I am, but being a 40-year-old mom now with a, a one-year-old, yeah, it, it, I'm all over the place sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I throw something in the crockpot, and I'm good, real good. Hopefully I can catch a nap. but, yeah, <laughs> that, that's a whole other subject. Now, <laughs> you you had such a long stint as the city commissioner. What what are some of the things that you learned during that time that you feel will help you in your your current position as mayor? You know, one of the main things that I learned, I would say, is just our our citizens are why we're there. Right? Yeah. And so I'm not there for personal interest or personal gain. I'm there mm-hmm. to represent the voice of a community as a yes. whole. And so there may come a time when I may have to vote on something, and what I personally feel, right, it mm-hmm. doesn't really weigh a whole – it weighs, yes. But if the majority of my citizens are saying, no, that's not what I want. This is what I want. Guess what?
1: Yeah.
0: Right? And I have to be – and I'm okay with that.
1: You mm-hmm. know? And so –
0: is there is a need when you're in a position for me of service to remain humble, one. And two, to remain selfless is also important because you can't I don't believe, right? I I strictly believe in the whole idea of democracy, right? Mm. And for some, that's kind of a a lost part. But, Mm. you you know, I'm here to serve a people, not myself. And so that's one of the first things that I learned. The second thing that was most crucial is we can't look at how we function and operate. It has to be strategy and vision.
1: Mm-hmm. It can't
0: just be happenstance. It can't be, oh well, let's just no. Because the things that we um may vote on or may um put in the policy now
1: are going mm-hmm. to affect
0: generations to come. It's not just going to affect right now the next thirty days.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. It's going
0: to it has to be long term vision and strategy. It has to be some thought behind that. You know yeah. so You know, those are some of the key things that I've learned. And just the importance of putting people around you, just because I'm elected in that position or elected to that position, doesn't mean I have every answer. Exactly. It means that, and I'm smart enough and I know enough to understand that, I need to have smart people around me who can Uh maybe help me fill in the gap. It doesn't mean I am the answer. No, I present an answer, but it doesn't mean that I've come up to that Constructively on my own. This is a um, community effort. It's not just me and what I desire. Like. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know that's kind of the main things that I've learned, and try to make sure that there is a you know, the voice of the people at the table all the time.
1: And mm-hmm. I think that's why
0: I stayed so stretched out and so busy and moving in so many different areas.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but one of the things that that did allow me to do was. While I was being the voice for my people and representing in so many various areas, I also lost a bit of a connection that I learned with the core community I was trying to serve.
1: Right? Mm. So
0: just being able to strike that, you know, that's to strike that posture is is crucial. It's yeah. Crucial, you know, and they need to know what I'm doing. Right? Yeah. Mm. Right. We didn't do, we, there wasn't a very good line of communication there. Like, okay, but I'm fighting for y'all, and this is where I've been, this is what I've done, these are the things, that they, you know what I mean? And just being able to understand that, that communication is essential.
1: Mm-hmm. The people that I
0: serve need to know, and it's up to me to figure out how to get that word to them. And so those are the lessons that I've learned that I'm now taking up into the, the role of mayor to try to make the government and the community slow more holistically so it's not separated. Our community is way too small for it to be so fragmented and divided. So those lessons that I have learned now, I'm taking to this level, saying, okay, now let's correct that. so yeah. we can, You know, we can flow together. So, yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, I'm I'm noticing that there are some new people that are hopping on now. So it, I want to say this to those who may be hopping on the call or or online. Um, don't get frustrated if you miss the first. Um, part of the show that's okay um, because you can always listen to the replay um you can listen to it on my podcast on itunes stitcher on demand on blog talk 24 hours a day seven days a week and for those who may just be popping on if you have a question or a comment for kim or for myself press one to let us know that you do have a question or a comment um now Share with the audience, I I know that you have done some phenomenal work in the past, and I know that you are preparing to do some phenomenal work as mayor, but I want the audience to know, can you share with us how this all came about, you running for mayor of Muskegon Heights? Share that story um, with everyone, because I know you shared early in the first half that you didn't want to run. Mm-hmm, right. Share with Absolutely. with us what pushed you forward. Uh, you, you know, I think one of the main things that pushed me forward was when my husband came to me and said, um, you know what, I see where you may need to do this. I see that it may be times you really would like to do. Um, I'm behind you 100%. Beautiful. I'm with you, and um, we can do this. And it was one of those things where it's like, "Eh, well, I don't know. Uh And you know how you just kind of have something pricking at you and pricking at you? And honestly, Mm -hmm. we had to file by 415. Um, And I actually walked in the city council um, chambers at 410 Mm -hmm. and gave me one of my paperwork and said, okay, I'm in. Because (laughs) what you have to understand about my election. When I ran, I was considered all in. So okay. If I lost, I was done with council. Right? Yeah. It's not like I could go back to my seat. I was all in. I was I was vacating my seat and then running for mayor. So, Mhm. Uh-huh. Um, and it was just kind of like, okay, I'm going I'm going to do this. And I tell you what, Tmaj, when when I talk about when I did that out of that building, I
1: experienced
0: mm-hmm. a teeth like I have next never- it it was just like when I say a weight had been lifted off my shoulders, I felt free.
1: Mm. I felt
0: so free at that very moment, and so it it was kind of one of those things where, if I want to serve, I can't be afraid to serve at the highest level. It, That's it, it right. Here. you know, I need to go ahead and put it out there. If I'm really about what I say I'm about, and I I see I have a vision for mm. this community, I have that vision. And if I really want to see that implemented, I need to be able to take that position. And not be afraid to Okay, here we go. And so that that's what I did. That's what kinda of pushed me out there. My husband saying, Go for it, I'm behind you hundred percent and then me and me saying, You know what, I have that business. Mm. And I'm okay. let's do this. Mm. You know? And so once I made that decision, girl look, I signed my name on the line and was like, Okay, let's go <laughs> And we we went. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So you set aside all fear all doubt, anything that that um could have potentially paralyzed you from moving forward. Um, which I think is awesome. Um I love what you said early in in the interview as far as this was God's doing.
1: Mhm.
0: And that this is something you didn't see yourself doing. Um Share share that that moment, that feeling that you had when you signed your name, you you know that quiet time that you had to say, mm, now what? What are what are what are some of the challenges? What are some of the 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 things that I'm going to be facing, and how am I going to do this? Hmm. It's funny because one of the things I did. Um, the night before, I went not sign my name. I prayed and prayed and prayed. And it's like I didn't sleep much because my mm-hmm. flesh was still like, no, nah, I ain't hearing this. I really am mm. really not I'm hearing this. This really is not what you want me to do. This is just my own self-talking, <laughs> you know. And so uh-huh. it, it was just kind of like I really, really wrestled with that that night um, prior. And so in my prayer time, it was kind of like, okay. Well, if I'm going to do this, I'm not sure how to do it. I'm not sure where to begin. I don't have people around. You, you know what I mean? I, it was, yeah. And so it's like, I need you. This is what I need from you. Look, like, Jenny, I need you to just make the blanket wet on the inside and leave the, gray, the brown dry on the outside so I <laughs> know <it's> you. <laughs> you know, that's kind of how I went yeah. about it. And he showed up. Yeah. He, he showed up. Every aspect of of my campaign, um, because I was a manager, the treasurer, the publicity, the marketing, you know, but he he would open up and place people where they needed to be when they needed to be there for what I needed. Mm. You know, it it was it was just like he orchestrated and just stepped it all out. I did, mm. it, and he just he 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 allowed me to see I got you. So yes, just, if I give you a vision, if I give it to you. Take charge of it. Go. You know, Mm -hmm. and one of the the first things was a campaign office. Because in our community, that's just not something you see. It's not common. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was like, open a campaign office. I'm like, you have got to be joking. Mm. Really? So in addition to running a household, I'm running a campaign office now too. Really? Mm -hmm. Really? And I will admit, I hesitated (laughs) for a little (laughs) bit. And, you know, but when I finally did it, when I tell you a way was made, when I tell you that that place served as a hub in this community for people to commune, for people yeah. to gather, for conversations to be had, for ideas to be struck up, for, I mean, when that campaign office closed, people people were sad to see it go.
1: Wow. They were like, no,
0: we got to figure out how to keep this. What do we do next? It created a place for synergy. And I think mm. that's what I was looking for, you know. And so it wasn't about me opening a campaign. There was more to it than that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and and, and just it, it was it was just surreal. And like I told me, if if I if I win this, I need you to make it possible where there is no question. Yeah, and there were four other people running, and I captured thirty six percent of the vote. And
1: mm. so
0: he showed up and said, now what?" So to me, there is nothing. I, there is he showed me I have nothing to fear. I carried carry you all the way through. I've shown you continuously how I'll protect you and comfort you. I've shown you that I've got you. Now what are we going to do?
1: Mm. Right? And so
0: that in itself gives me strength to know there's. I may get shaken up a little bit, but it's also a period of that I stay grounded. I've got to right. stay in my way. I have to. I yeah. have to keep that connection. I have to make time to take care of myself. I've got That's to make right. sure I eat right. Because I that's have to right. keep my mind and my body intact yeah. so that I can be a vessel that's useful. You, you you follow me? So he showed me that along the way. And, and through the campaign, it was more than just about a campaign. He was teaching me about myself.
1: Mm-hmm. He was teaching
0: me about how I lead people with my communication and where mm. I need to fix. He was preparing me for such a time as this, even mm. that. You know, and so it's like, okay, I get it. And he allowed me to learn the lesson so quick. That's what... For, Ooh, it ain't like it took a long time Right mm-hmm. <laughs> it me to do it Real quick And I'm mm. grateful for that So that's why I could sit in the position now And when all that stuff was dropped on me that Tuesday morning I could say Oh, oh, oh wow <laughs> Okay mm. So where, where do we go from here Let, Let's do this and, yeah. be quite comfortable with that. And, and being able to understand That when people come to me with something I can be comfortable to tell them Yes we can do that. No, we can't do that. Or uh-huh. you know what? This is great, but just not right now. Yeah. Right? I, and, and I can be comfortable in that. And mm. because that's what it's going to, you know, that's what, it's, you know. Mm. And so it's, um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's been quite a journey, and I'm I'm excited by it. I'm excited and humbled. Oh, my God. When I say humbled, I'm still like, oh. <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's all I can do. It, it's just like, wow.
1: Mm. You know, but he,
0: I looked, even my little man, you know, my little Preston, who was running up to a campaign office with me every day. And
1: that's when we mm-hmm. did a lot of
0: our school work, you know, in between me meeting people and, you know, hitting the streets. We did a lot of our work from that place. You know? And
1: yeah. so he
0: said, you know what, maybe I could be the next council person. I'm the eighth council person right. anyway. They used to tell me, you know, maybe I could be the mayor. But you know, young people like that. There are young people who hey. actually came to the campaign headquarters and hung out. Mm. You know, but to be able to, you know, plant a little seed like that in some young person, Uh you know, that's just humbling. That's exciting to me. That's a beautiful thing to do. Um, I love what you say because you're sowing seeds of greatness. You're showing them that, you know, everything is not always glitz and glam. Mm. And it's okay to roll your sleeves up and get dirty and do the work. Your community.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: yes. Okay. It's okay to be a giver. It's okay to serve. That's what we're put on this earth to do is to serve. And like you said, press and watch, and I'm sure he's watching everything that you're doing, and he's taking it in along with, with the other kids from the community. And I think that's so beautiful because a lot of times our kids don't see our kids don't see anything other than them becoming a football player or basketball player.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: They don't see how they can use the brain that God gave them to do something other than not taking anything away from the sport, but God gave you a brain to do something with. You know, it was funny. Um, a couple of days after the election, um, you know, people are sending their well wishes and cards and flowers, and mm. I was getting all this stuff. But I, the one, the 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 thing that touched me most Mara, was I got a stack of letters.
1: Hmm. Mm.
0: Girl. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I got a stack of letters from the high school kids at the school mm. here, mm. and in those letters, they share with me what they want to see this community be. Wow. And what their hopes were and what their dreams were. And they didn't understand why. it was, And they wanted to wake up and didn't hear gunshots. And, you know, they mm. share with me their heart. And tomorrow I tell you what, those stack of letters, boo, <laughs> I keep them with me. And, I reach yes. out and I'm actually going to be going into the school meeting with those kids. Yeah.
1: Because I
0: need those kids to understand. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Right? And we're going to work together. I'm going to work along with you, and I need you to work along with me, and we're going to correct this.
1: Mm. Right?
0: You have a part to play in this too.
1: That's right. You know,
0: but you talk about something that touched me more than any dozen roses I could have got. Girl with mm. the letter. letters. I I mean that was that was like oh my gosh that mm. that's what I worked for.
1: Right? Yeah. That,
0: that was that was my that was it for me. You know, and so I'm excited about being able to go into the schools and um, meet these young people to say hey, you know what? let I thank you first for the letters. But now, mm. how do we do? How how are we going to do this? Help me, help me, help you address this. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and that's that's I'm I'm so excited about that. I just talked to the principal <laughs> last night. Like, um, I need that date, please, because that right there, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, that's the kind of stuff that keeps me going. That, that yes, be- that 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 gives energy. It gives me life. Just sitting here listening to you talk about that um because that I would love to just be there when you go and talk to the students because that's something that I I'm passionate about as well. I mean, we need be able to reach those who are going to be taking care of us. Come on. Yeah. When yep. when we get older. Um so uh, I I just I love everything that you're doing. I love your heart. Um I love your passion um for all that God has called you to do. And you allow your purpose to catch up with you. You didn't chase it.
1: Mm -hmm. You didn't chase it.
0: (laughs) And a lot of people really don't understand that. They want to operate in their purpose and they want to go search for it without understanding that God will show you your purpose. He'll show it to you. So I I so appreciate you for um, everything that you're doing in your community, everything that – that you're doing outside of your community. Um, and as we come to a close, can you um, just share something that will just inspire our listeners as as they go about? Because I know you probably have, there's a lot of, of Muskegon Heights um, people who are listening in and chiming in. What is that one thing or two things that you want to share with with your community before we, we end this this awesome, awesome um, call? You, you, you know, one of the things I would share, and I and I tell everybody this, and it's not just for the people who have elected me in this community, but it's for any of us, is mm. to be able to hold whomever you elect accountable and
1: mm. do
0: what they say that they're going to do. Mm. Don't let them off the hook. Once you elect them, they still need you. That was yes. the first step they still need your support. They still need your kind words cuz it's going to get tough cuz they're going to have to make some tough decisions. Mm-hmm. you know, um they still need to be able to um to hear from you when they do mm-hmm. they're doing good. That that accountability still needs to be there. And for me, that's huge.
1: Mm-hmm. For me,
0: that that's a big deal. You know, why you have elected that person to um to that position, it doesn't mean that there's nothing else for you to do. That's right. right. Because in order to turn a corner, in order for this community to turn a corner, I'm going to need those people still behind me. That's right. You know, I I need to be able, when I go to the state, I need to be able to say, look, i got X amount of people behind me who are Mm -hmm. looking at this issue. And when I can make a call, they need to be able to show up. That's right. right? So they say people understand I'm not just out here talking for naught, I, there's people at home listening, waiting, and expecting that there's mm. going to be a response to our plea, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, when we look at changing a community, it's not just one person;
1: mm. it's all of
0: us working together, collectively, collectively for them toward the movement of getting mm-hmm. the change. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I would say, you know, to to be able to support even once you've elected. Because, yes. I mean, the work, that's just the first step. The election is the first step. The whole, the next four years, I still need y'all. Mm. <laughs> the people <laughs> that you elect still need you. <laughs> yes. All right. You all heard it here on Real to Real, Blog Talk Radio. Kim, I have loved this interview with you. OMG. OMG. Now Let's before we end, how can people get in touch with you if they have any ideas or um, any speakers who want to get involved in the programs that you all are putting together? How can people get in touch with you? Yes, and I would say um, my email is k s i m s at city of dot org, and that's all one word. So city of Muskegon Hike dot org um, and email me there and especially if you know um, speakers um, that we may be able to get to come to a town hall meeting on a particular subject um, I'm looking for any ideas or needs to resources um, that people may have and so that will be the best way to get in touch with me um, is on that email address all right you all heard it again Kim I, I just totally love you I thank you for joining uh, me tonight. Audience, I thank, thank you for tuning in. Um please tune in next Tuesday at 7:30 as I will be interviewing Mr. Wilfred Gooch as he will be speaking on when a man goes silent. So, yes, that is going to be very interesting, ladies. So chime in, tell your friends, um get all your girlfriends together. You're gonna to need to listen to these um, things about um, when a man's go when a man goes silent. So tune in next Tuesday, seven thirty Eastern Standard Time, six thirty Central Standard Time. And as always, you all have an awesome, awesome week. And as always, keep it real because on Real to Real Blog Talk, it don't get no realer than this. Have an awesome night.